Hello, I'm Pastor Keith Babb III, and I want to thank you so much for tuning into the podcast of the Way Church of Tampa Bay. Our desire is that as a result of the word, that you no longer settle with simply coming to church, but you become the church. I pray that you enjoy this broadcast and that it challenges you, that it convicts you, and that it changes you. Thank you again, and let's enter into today's message. May those who hear the word, O God, be not only hearers of the word, but doers of the word. In your son Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Come on, can we lift that up again? Yahweh, Yahweh. Yahweh, 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 Yahweh. about worship is that worship aligns us with the will of God this is why because we want to manipulate the presence of God but this is why the Lord declares that he's seeking worshipers true worshipers because worship always aligns us with the will of God God I pray and our worship has been pleasing unto you. God, whatever you might do, God, our worship declares that we want to align with your will. And for God, for that, we say thank you. Hallelujah. I want you to go in your Bibles quickly to Isaiah chapter 41. Isaiah chapter 41. I want you to look at one scripture. That's verse number 10. Isaiah chapter 41. I believe the enemy is aware of what God wants to do through our church. If you could only see what's going on in the spirit realm. Isaiah chapter 41 verse 10. I'm reading from the New King James Version of the Bible. And it reads as us. Fear not, for I am with you. Somebody thought that God was not with them. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. And here's what the Lord declares. I will strengthen you. And yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. That's good news to me. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. 
I will uphold you with my righteous hand. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. I want to minister from this, this thought this morning, the fortitude of the lost, the fortitude of the lost. I've been on this sermon series entitled Lessons for the Lost. And I want to speak this morning of the fortitude of the lost. Your ability to draw strength when you are lost will determine if you would survive the journey from being lost. Many of the reasons why people uh, don't survive the journey is because they lack strength. And, and it's not the fact that I can't see the end of the journey, it's that many can't endure the journey. I want you to hear what I just said. The reason why many believers fall out of the race is not that I can't see the end of the journey, I just can't endure the journey. So this is why you need more than just faith. I know I'm messing up somebody's theology. This is why you need more than just focus in this season, but you need fortitude in this season. Somebody put that in the comment box. I need fortitude. And hear this, fortitude is not just any strength, but it's strength that enables you to encounter adversity, difficulty, and pain. And if we can be honest, this season has been one of great attack. This season has been one of great anxiety and this season has been one of great affliction. If you're um, even in a little bit of your right mind, you know you need um, fortitude in this season. A season that requires great fortitude. In Isaiah 41, we find the children of Israel in captivity by the Babylonians. In other words, they were lost in a foreign land and trying to make sense, watch this, of where God had them. Why God had them there and when God will rescue them. I don't know about somebody, but somebody in the midst of what looks like a pandemic, in the midst of what 2020 has brought them, somebody's asking where God has them, why God has them there and when God will rescue them. And God opens up in verse one of Isaiah 41 with these words. He says, keep silence before me and let the people renew their strength. Why? Why is this significant? Because during uncertain times, when you feel lost, you can't take hold of God's proclamation void of the Lord giving you strength. I need fortitude. Many of us can't even receive God's direction void of strength. As it was with the children of Israel, so it is with believers today. We will not walk according to the Lord's proclamation during uncertain times until we receive Strength. Somebody says, uh, I need you to declare this and write this in the comment box. Strengthen me, Lord. It's important to note that before the Lord admonishes the children of Israel to receive strength, he tells them to rest in him. Keep silent before him. That means, watch this, your ability to receive strength in this season is dependent upon your ability to rest in him in this season. And we've got too many believers that are restless. As we navigate these uncertain times and this uncertain season, there must be fortitude of the lost that will help us endure this season to the end. And this morning, I want to reveal how we can gain strength by resting in who God is. Here's what I want us to do. Let us examine the text. Verse number 10 is all we're going to look at. The first portion of that verse says, 
for I am your God. I could stop right there. That's good news to me. Watch this. As believers, we can rest when we catch the revelation that God rules. Somebody is not catching the revelation that God rules. The reason why you're restless in this season is because you have not caught the revelation that God rules. That means that God both orders the season and has, watch this, order over the season. That's good news to me. Watch this. Despite the chaos. God is in control. Despite the conflict, God is in control. And despite even the continual crisis, God is in control because God is providential. So here's the first thing I want you to know. If I'm going to be able to receive strength in this season, I've got to know that I serve the providence of God. It is the providence of God. As believers in this season, we must rest in his providence. Watch what our text says. It says, for I am your God. It is not that God simply knows the end from the beginning, but God himself is the beginning and the end. He is the alpha and the omega. That means that God does not dictate our season, but God dictates the season. Ah, that's, that's good news. Hear, hear, hear what I'm trying to say. When we rest in the providence of God, we can declare, despite what I can't control, I'm confident that God is in control. Ah, somebody's trying to control the situation. And God says, just rest in the fact that I'm in control, the providence of God. No matter my lack of influence over the economy, no matter my lack of influence on how and where my children will be educated this year, no matter my lack of influence on who wins the election, we must rest in the fact that God is in control. I'm so tired of everybody with their opinions on Facebook about who needs to win the election. God is in control. I'm so tired about people arguing if they're going to give me a stimulus check or not. I'm so glad that God is in control. I know that the school board can't figure out what to do with our children but God is in control I serve a God that's in control I've got to rest and we've got to rest in the providence of God because when we won't readily receive the revelation that God is in control watch this he has to rebuke us into that revelation watch what watch what the Lord declared to Job in Job 38 verse 4 through 6 Job chapter 38 verse 4 through 6 the Bible says, where were you when I laid the foundations of the earth? Tell me if you have understanding. Who determined its measurements? Surely you know. Or who stretched the line upon it? Or to where its foundations fashioned? Or who laid its cornerstone? When the morning stars sang together and all the sons of God shouted for joy. <laughs> I want to drop this off real quick. Whenever God questions us, it's a good sign that we've questioned God. If you're in a season where God has to question you, that's a good sign that you've questioned God. And some of y'all just need to shut up and rest in his providence. Many times when believers feel lost, watch this, they begin to question God. We get spiritual amnesia as to who he is. But God will respond by questioning us, reminding us that he is who he says he is. Somebody needs to stop questioning God. In Job 38, the Lord had to remind Job by way of rebuke that he ordains that which is formed, that, that he orders that which is formed, and he orchestrates that which is formed. The very earth has limits, and watch this, the earth is limited by the hand of God. 
because God is in control. Somebody needs to stop worrying and re realize that God is in control. That means even this very season are, has limits. It will only go so far. And it is, watch this, limited by God. It can only impact you to the degree which God allows. Oh, somebody needs to hear that, that thinks this season is long overdue. It's lasting too long. And God says this season has limits. And this season is limited by me. It will only impact you to the degree in which God allows it. Some folk, and it's a sad tragedy, y'all. We got believers losing their mind in this season. But I ain't lost my mind yet because I know God will only allow this season to impact me to the degree which he allows. Because God is in control. So the first thing I want you to know, if we're going to receive fortitude or strength in this, for this journey in this season, it will require that we rest in the providence of God. Now let's look at the next portion of the text. The Bible says, I will strengthen you. In this season, we have too many believers burdened by a battle that they do not have to fight. I believe this season of closures has been purposeful so that God's power might be manifested. Somebody needs to rest. Watch this in the power of God. If you're going to receive strength, you've got to rest in the power of God. Notice this. When employers shut down, educational institutions sh shut down, and the economy at large shuts down, we have no other option but to rest. Some of y'all made yourselves restless because you just can't help but not sit down somewhere. And God says, I was purposeful in how I shut down everything that's going on because you have no other option but to rest. Yet the problem with both believers and unbelievers alike in this season, we're fighting, watch this, to reopen that which was intended to orchestrate your rest. Me and my wife keep saying this. You, you, there, there would never be another time like this uh, where we would have had all this time off with our children. God said, and watch this, he, he gave us the ability to work from home in this season. And many of us are losing our minds. I don't know how to work from home. My, I, I, can't, I can't function with the kids all around. And God says, I was purposeful in this, that you might receive rest. And this is unnecessary. Fight has caused great fatigue rather than us receiving strength, as the text says. Even more, watch this. Watch what God says in verse one again. He, he, the Bible says that the children of Israel were commanded to keep silent before the Lord. Why is this significant? Because God's will for his power is made manifest by, by, by our ability to wait on God. You'll never see God's power or his will for his power be made manifest until you wait on God. Somebody say rest. Put that in the comment box. Rest. Watch, watch what Psalm 27, verse 14 declares. The Bible says, wait on the Lord. Be of good courage. And he, and he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. So hear this. While many are waiting on the power of the Lord to be made manifest in this season, the Lord is waiting on you to wait on him. God says, the reason why I haven't moved 
like I needed to move is because you're too anxious in this season. The, the reason why I've not moved like you wanted me to move is because you don't know how to be still and wait on me. The reason why I have not moved in this season like you need me to move is because I can't get you to stop complaining and rest in me. God is saying, wait on me. Wait on, uh, on the Lord, I say. <laughs> that, that, that means we've got to stop wasting time worrying in this season and wait on the Lord. We've got to stop wasting time wandering in this season and wait on the Lord. We've got to stop wasting time whining in this season and wait on the Lord. Because the power of God will rest on us when we rest in the power of God. Wait on him. And if we failed to see the power of the Lord manifested in this season, we've got to ask ourselves, watch this, how well have I waited on the Lord? Ah, Y'all been waiting on everybody else to move on your behalf. You've been waiting on friends. You've been waiting on your job. You've been waiting on the government to send you some type of relief. And God is saying, I need you to wait on me. And notice this. It's interesting to note that the last verse of Isaiah chapter 40 reveals this promise. But those that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up on wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. The word wait in this text means with expectation. That means when we can wait with expectation of the Lord, we can endure the current season that we're in. God is saying, I'll give you the strength to endure this season if you can wait, watch this, with expectation. What are you expecting God to do in this season? God is saying stop fighting against this, against this season and just have faith in his power in this season because it's, it's his power, not ours, that we need to endure these uncertain times. So I noticed this. I said that many of us just need to rest in the providence of God. God's in control. And, and, and many of us need to rest and watch this. Even though that God, you can't see God moving, does not mean God will not manifest it. He still has power. Somebody, I know we got a few folk in the audience. Somebody say he still has power. The fortitude for this journey in this season requires that we rest in his power. Now let's notice the next portion of the text. The Bible says, yes, I will help you. Here, here's the other thing I want you to know. God's promises do not conform to a pandemic, but the pandemic must conform to God's promises. That's good news to me, y'all. The, the, the third thing is I need us to rest in the promises of God. In other words, God's promises are established and they're everlasting. They are yes and amen. That's 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 20. Therefore, our fortitude in this season requires that we rest in the promises of God because prom God's promises were sure before this season. They are sure in this season and they will be sure after this season. That, that's why our text says, yes, I will help you. Oh, I love the fact that the Lord just doesn't say I'll help you, but he begins with the word yes. 
And the Hebrew translation of this word is surely. Somebody put that in the comment box, surely. In other words, God was trying to remind us and remind the children of Israel that even no matter how dark this season is, the Lord will surely help us. No matter how this season looks like defeat, the Lord will surely help us. No matter even how distant God may seem, he says, I'll surely help you. Somebody needs to know he'll surely help you. If God promised it, he surely shall perform it. Ah, that's good news to me. This is why Hebrews 10.23 reminds us with these words. Let us hold fast to our confession of hope without wavering for he who promised is faithful. Somebody forgot that we serve a faithful God. God says I'll surely do it. That means if we're struggling to endure this season, we have to remind ourselves of what the Lord has promised us. His promises are yes and amen. He promises to remain connected to us in this journey. That's Deuteronomy 31.6. He promises to comfort us in this journey. That's Psalm 23.4. And he promises that we will complete our assignment in this journey. That's Philippians 1 and 6. Somebody thought God was distant, but he promises to remain connected. Somebody's disposition was off. And God says, I promise to comfort you. Somebody thought the details of their life would end, but God says, I'll complete the assignment over your life in this journey. God says, my promises are yes and amen. Somebody needs to stop running in circles in this season and rest in his promises in this season. Here's a good question to ask yourself. What promises has the Lord made to me? Because our fortitude for this journey requires that we rest in his promises. I don't know about you, but somebody's struggling with their strength in this season. And God says, rest in my providence. God says, rest in my power. And God says, rest in my, prom my, my promises. Yet rest in this season, watch this, will determine if you renew your strength in this season. Somebody's at the brink of giving up. Your survival in this season requires your strength. That's fortitude. And watch this. Even in the natural, there are those that die not because there was no source of strength that they could pull from, but because they succumbed to their situation. In other words, they simply gave up. Many times God will provide our rescue, God will provide a place of renewal or a place of refreshing for us. And it's not that we don't have the opportunity to pull from it. Many people just succumb to their situations. And I believe in this season, the enemy wants believers to succumb to this current season rather than seeking the source of their strength. The devil is a lie. Somebody needs to know that the Lord is your strength. Fortitude will be our portion when we rest in the providence of God, when we rest in the power of God, and when we rest in the promises of God. But notice this. Consider the last portion of our text. The Bible says, I will uphold you with my righteous hand. In other words, when we rest in God for our strength, it will reveal the purpose of God. Yeah, watch this. Your survival is so significant in this season because it causes the Lord 
to be seen. Somebody needs to see the magnitude of the manifestation of God in this season. And God says, the only way that the unbeliever will see me is if you survive. There's purpose in this season that has you lost. And God says, I need you to survive it. God can't afford for you to give up in this season. Somebody wants to give up. But notice the text says, I want to do it by my righteous right hand. I know when I come out of this season, it won't be nobody but God, but it'll be his righteous right hand. It won't be in my own strength, but it'll be by his righteous right hand. I, it won't be wild by what the government pulls out, but it will be by his righteous right hand. I can't afford to give up and neither can you because watch this. God needs to be glorified in this season. Somebody's thinking about giving up. But God says, I need to be glorified through your survival. Somebody's thinking about throwing in the towel. And God says, I need to be glorified by your survival. I want to encourage somebody this morning. Survive this season so that God might be glorified. Let us pray. Father, we thank you. God, I pray now, God, for the one that seems like they're on their last leg. I pray for the one, God, that is struggling to survive in this season. As Donnie McClurkin said, after all I've done, all I can do now is stand. God calls somebody to have the strength to stand. But God, not in our own strength. God, as we rise to challenge the next day that this season will bring, let us rest in your providence, God. God, that you are in control. Let us take our hands off of it, God, and rest in the fact, God, that you ordered this season. God, and, and, and matter of fact, God, because you order it, that means this season has limits. It can only go so far. And this season is limited by you. It can only touch us so much. So God, for that, we say thank you. And God, will rest in your power. That means God will wait on you with expectation. Believe in God that you are who you say you are. Just because we can't see you moving does not mean, God, you still can't manifest it. We believe it to be so, God, that your power will be made manifest when we rest and wait on you. And God, we pray, God, now for the promises of God. For your promises are yes and amen. God will rest in every promise. God, you'll stay connected to us, God. God, you'll comfort us. And God, you'll complete the assignment, God, that we've been given over our lives, God, in this season. And God, somebody needs to know that our survival will cause you to be seen. We need you to be glorified. Be glorified. Be lifted high in this season, God. But the way in which you'll be lifted is if we survive this season. We love you and adore you. Strengthen the one, God, that their foot is at the verge of slipping, that they might survive this season, we pray. And every believer that is strengthened now and believes it to be so, say thank God and amen. Amen. Hallelujah.
Hallelujah. I'm confident that you didn't stumble upon this podcast by accident because God is sovereign. And whenever our sovereign God sends us a message for a reason, he wants us to respond. My prayer is that you respond by allowing the word to be planted in you so that it produces God's will for your life. Until next time, strive to not simply come to church, but to become the church.